This is Kanzenshu, the podcast, episode 357 for the week of March 2nd, 2014. What up, AO? So welcome to Kanzenshu, the podcast, an extension of the all encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Kanzenshu. That's right. Appreciate it. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in Hosts of Enlightening and a little bit, oh, the entertainment. Entertaining. What's up, everyone? My name is Mike Vegito, E to the X. Uh, I am, as we approach this uh, boot arc of Kai, I dread the return of uh, evil alternate Vigerat EX with the red scatter. <laughs> <laughs> he may make a dreadful return at some point in the future. Uh, joining me here on the show to come back to the topic of Battle of Z, Mr. Kieran, Lord Moonstone. What's up, dude? How's it going, man? It is great. Been playing Battle of Z. Been playing Bravely Default, but playing Final Fantasy XIV. Oh my god, Bravely Default. For the full day. All right, maybe we'll talk about that stuff, kind of like post-show kind of sure. thing. All right, I have many things to talk about, <laughs> many games. Um, man, Battle of Z has been out for a little over a month. You and I, when the demo came out, mm-hmm. you were kind of doing the best job of anyone, including Namco Bandai, now Bandai Namco, whatever you want to... I kind of don't care. Whatever they are. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not matter matter you were doing a better job than anyone else explaining what is this game is it a fighting game is it not a fighting game how do you play it you got videos you got all that stuff you did an amazing job setting it up for me because i i think like many folks i approached this game in uh i don't want to say the wrong way because there's no wrong way to approach a game no. but my expectations were very different from what i think the developers had in mind and i'm not sure whose fault that is so it's been a while since then yeah. i've been working on on my review, but I still have a little bit more to go in the game. I got stuck for a while. I kind of want to talk about that. Oh so, boy. Uh, yeah, we're going to reapproach it a month later with not quite a final review because that will still be coming to the website in written form, but basically as final of a podcast review as we can do. So uh, it's been, this is one of those weird weeks where I'm glad I, I didn't record a podcast as soon as I wanted to because it's as soon as you go to record, news comes out. So. Yep. I'm very excited. Hold back a couple hours. Something happened. So uh, you're going to be with me here for the full episode. We have a couple bits of news. Uh, Battle of Z review is the main meat of the episode. We have a bunch of tweets back at us about Battle of Z. So if you're ready, dude, let's get on into it. Let's kick it. Now, Kieran, have you been... uh, kind of two levels of a question here. Did you read Jocko the Galactic Patrolman when it was coming out? I read the first issue that they had or the first uh, chapter. I have not kept up with it at all. Gotcha. I I know Viz put out kind of like a preview thing. They put that out for free. Uh, Are you interested in it? Did it pique your interest? And you're just like, I'll wait for it. Where do you stand on that? Absolutely. Like I want to read it. And I kept looking around Viz's site, trying to figure out where to get it, like what to do to go ahead. Like is, are these, are these chapters out? Oh, it's in Shodan jump and I was like I don't I don't really want to do that <laughs> so I figured I'll just wait there might be a printed one coming out or something I have to imagine I mean so kind of step back a little bit Jocko the Galactic Patrolman basically prequel the Dragon Ball if you've been following along with the site you kind of know all this stuff at this point uh the print edition is coming out in Japan in April got two versions you got regular you got a super elite in the meantime what they've been doing over in Japan is Shueisha has what they call a vomic this voice <laughs> comic thank you appreciate 
appreciate it. Someone's going to mention it every time. Uh, the the fourth one came out, and they promised from the start they were only going to do four installments. And uh, the first three covered all of chapter one. Chapter one was a longer chapter. I think chapter one and then the final chapter were maybe even chapter 10 as well. I have to go back and check. They were significantly longer than the others. Uh, and then the fourth installment covered all of chapter two, which I don't want to say ends on a cliffhanger, but it kind of ends on a little bit of information and then you're you're ready for the next. But at the same time, it kind of wraps up a little. It's it's Jocko. It's a short yeah. one thing. Did you check out the vomics at all? Is it another thing where I'll just wait? I want to read it all I, at once. I haven't. I'm just kind of waiting. <laughs> I feel terrible. I have nothing to contribute for the vomics. The name just made me laugh. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, there, there's nothing to say about it. I mean, they're out. They were super cute. I enjoyed uh, the voices. I thought there was really good casting in there. So all in all, it's it was a thing. I enjoyed it. Was it was a thing? I mean, they got, it sounds like they weren't even, it's not even a motion comic, right? Like they don't move things they just like fade in text correct things like that yeah yeah Yeah. like panels may pop up on top of each other and sometimes dialogue bubbles will pop up so they clearly did some cutout jobs or maybe if Toriyama had some backgrounds before the dialogue bubbles be a little bit like that so it's the kind of stuff Uh, that you could do yourself just done really professionally and it was fully colored for the vomic so i'm kind of curious if the print edition is going to be fully colored when that comes out or if they do i have to imagine they'll do a collected digital release if that will be fully colored because they've since gone back if you buy the uh nekomajin collected digital Mm -hmm. edition in japan that's been fully colored kind of retroactively so really really curious to see what they'll do with jaco uh you can check those all out all four parts they're up they're free it's a windows media kind of thing uh it doesn't work by default in chrome it does work by default in Internet Explorer because of all the Microsoft <laughs> oh, stuff. And if you're on OS 10, then you got like plugins. It's it's a whole thing. I don't know why they do it that way. So, all right. Then let's hit up what is kind of the, the biggest news of the week. It just dropped today. I, I first got this link and I'm like, wait, Japan has a Good Morning America TV show? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's the name of the band. That doesn't make any more sense, but it at oh, least... God. That's such a good name. <laughs> it is pretty good. <laughs> so where we're at is we know that the Buark of Kai is coming in April. Uh, Best kept been, secret. Yes. <laughs> no one knew this was coming. Starting up uh, April 6th. I uh, believe it is. Uh, so that's starting up. Obviously, there's going to be music in it. And I think Heath and I were even talking last week. Oh, this is the part of the cycle where it's they're going to have to announce the composer at some point because it's clearly mm-hmm. going to be a new composer. Uh, they're going to announce theme song stuff. Will they keep Dragon Soul as the opening? We still don't know that yet. I kind of what do you think? I kind of think they probably will. I'm I'm thinking that they're going to change it. Just the opening? to keep. Yeah, I think they're going to change it to keep in line with uh, Chala and We Got a Power. Do you think the, the opening will stay? Hey, Dra- not Dragon Soul the song, but Dragon Soul the band, Takeyoshi Tanimoto, or will it be something else? I don't know. I'm predicting it's going to be the same group, yeah. but I, I do not think it's going to be the song Dragon Soul for the opening. Well, this news is, hey, there's a new ending theme. And by the way, there's going to be multiple ending themes for the boot arc. The name of the band here is Good Morning America. It's a Japanese <laughs> band. Uh, the name of the song is Dear Zarathustra. I don't know if I'm saying that properly. I guess this uh, ties back to a a Nietzsche writing yes. all sorts of all good old philosophy stuff. <laughs> 
Uh, so it's like, oh, all right, this is the news. Okay, but there's going to be multiple ones. Yeah, they said this is going to be for the first quarter of the Boo arc. It's like quarter implies four. So I don't know if that's precise. We don't really know. Uh, the Boo arc originally was just under 100 episodes. That's clearly going to be cut down a bit. That many theme songs per a cut down arc seems really fast to me and kind of harkens back to what One Piece and Naruto do these days where I feel like every dozen episodes you get kind of a new ending theme that's that's not Dragon Ball to me so before we go anywhere else what are your thoughts do you have any thoughts I mean a new ending theme yeah, um, kind of expected I'm, that I'm really curious how much they're going to cut for the boo arc because mm-hmm. what did um from Raditz to sell. How many episodes was that? That was 200 episodes. Well, Two, okay. 199. And then you figure there was Garlic Jr. in there and there's the Afterlife mm-hmm. Tournament in there. So you kind of cut that stuff out. I mean, just as a basic comparison numbers, I know off the top of my head, in Z, the Cyan Arc was 35 episodes. In Kai, it was 16 episodes. Okay. So we're looking we're looking at roughly 50%, something like that, right? Buark is ludicrous yeah. you know, <laughs> in comparison to the rest of the show. Right. So... I could see them pulling off like it's obviously going to be like these new shonen shows or they're going to be doing it. But I'm really curious how many episodes it's going to be, what the pace is going to be for this, because that seems if they're talking quarters already, I'm wondering like what divisive points in the story. I'm already like thinking like, all right, mm-hmm. when's there going to be the new like Boo comes out, new ending, you know, right, like, right. introduced. like I'm thinking like what their big uh, divisions are going to be for the series. And I'm curious how like they're already marketing this they're pushing this pretty hard already so i'm i'm excited to see what they're going to do with the boo arc even if i don't personally like it as much as the rest of the show that's how i feel it's just kai in general so i'm always curious to see how they're doing it so not only yeah. did they announce the song but at the exact same moment we got uh three versions of the cd single coming out <laughs> so uh, the show starts april 6th the cd single is out uh, exactly a month later on may 6th we're getting two different versions of a limited edition uh there's some a bonus dvd with one of them and then a bonus track of a live radio show performance on the other one and then just the standard edition i'm like all right i never heard of this band i want to check them out right before recording i actually clicked through on their website and started watching some of their videos and the best way i can describe the japanese band good morning america is kind of like two waves of pop punk after i stopped listening to the current pop punk so Mm. uh, those kind of bands that i would be thinking of are bands like cute is what we aim for and and Mayday Parade, like all these bands that, uh, that were inspired by the bands that were inspired by the bands that I listened to, <laughs> like these yeah. so many steps removed. It's kind of a younger group of dudes, very, very clean. And everyone's got seems like their own persona in the band to play. And it's very, very clean. It's like, well, I guess that kind of fits the demographic i guess whoever they're you know whoever kai's shooting for now (laughs) (laughs) it's where it's like you go from flow which is a bunch of old dudes now which i love to like the the new age japanese pop punk boy band i don't know i've never heard of them this is my immediate impression from literally one youtube video showing off Uh, i think it was their single from january so this is going to be the band's new single and it's going to it sounds like debut with kai uh next month kai's next month next month that's that's surreal like it feels when it was announced what last month yeah let's do it. well well what is announced (laughs) oh okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah for real so i don't know I guess that's to be expected. Who knows? I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it. Like, 
is are they going to be pushing this? I really want to know what they're going to do with Tori Kill. I hope it gets its comeuppance because I hate that. <laughs> really? I hate that property. I hate it. Not a fan. Not a fan. I, I have no opinion any which way. I haven't read it. I haven't watched it. So it's just a thing to me. So uh, that was the news this last week. It's time to catch up on Vigi Games. All right, Dragon Ball Z, Battle of Z, possibly the worst. Can you think of a worse title for a Dragon Ball video game in its entire history? Even the ones that I don't particularly care for had better titles in this game. Battle of Z is just uh, not Taiketsu, so well, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to muddle the game with the name. Yeah, so this was, uh, they promoted it as such. It was entirely true. The first new Dragon Ball Z game in two years, developed by Artadink for Namco Bandai, Bandai Namco whatever you want to call them. Came out in North America January 28th. It's really within the span of a week that uh, Europe, Japan, North America, and a few other territories, no, Australia got it, some places down in South America got it. I think uh, our branch of Namco Bandai distributed it in Brazil. So, I mean, it got out there pretty wide and far. It, it felt uh, a little more so than some of the other games recently. Now, you were familiar with the developer. I know we talked about this with some demo stuff. Prior to this game, what was your familiarity with them? So I knew them from their prior work on the Gundam and Macross titles, and I was expecting something similar for them to handle very similarly to that. Mm -hmm. And going in with that mindset, I was... I think I was the most prepared for what this game was going to be. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess we, we kind of have to recap this big question. It's a question that needed to be asked, I think, after everyone played the demo, because mm -hmm. we didn't... It's such a weird situation. Karen, <laughs> is Battle of Z a fighting game or not? No. Okay. It's not a fighting game. You're not going to define it as a fighting game at all. I, I disagree, no. but I, I okay. like 40% disagree. So <laughs> tell me why Battle of Z is, in your opinion, not a fighting game. A fighting game, I think, is something like Street Fighter, Marvel, Persona Arena, Blaze Blue, Guilty Gear. Those are fighting games. Those are where you have to, it has a level of execution. Well, I guess dive kick exists, exists too now, but <laughs> right. you know, even dive kick still has like execution into it. It has very important timing mechanics. Sure does. And, yep. and as far as this game goes, this is a team game where one of the uh, new Gundam games is still a team fighting game. Like there was just a huge tournament for it and they were recording for the, uh, so, uh, what was it? SCR, which was uh, South Car uh, California Regionals, that was a team game, but this game is, it's not a fighting game. Even if you want to say that Tenkaichi was a fighting game, would you call that a fighting game? Uh, yeah, I would. Okay. So if Tenkaichi is a fighting game, this is even further removed from that because there are, there's a guard button, you yeah. got a punch button, you got a shooty button, and then <laughs> you have up, down, guard, yeah. change targets. Yeah. That's it. And what you do is there's no way to vary your melee strings. The best it gets in terms of like advanced mechanics is guard canceling. Uh-huh. And that isn't really like, that is not specific to fighting games. That's from plenty of other things. I feel this is something you would play in an arcade something you would play with a bunch of friends, get drunk and say like, hey, let's see if we can beat Haruna Garn. Hey, let's see if we gotcha. can beat Frieza. Not, let's see who's the best at this Dragon Ball game. Yeah, the the current, these team battle games, which feel like extensions of where like Monster Hunter has gone. and Absolutely. Kind of all of its, I don't want to say spinoffs, but kind of a... Uh, inspire games like god eater uh even mm -hmm. peace, peace walker was pretty similar wasn't it yeah peace uh, walker similar to it so. um it, it's this weird extension of games that i know from my arcade youth like the turtles arcade games final fight streets of rage those kind of games but mm -hmm. uh just 
kind of brought into this modern era yet. It's all 3D and a little more like everyone's got a specific role to play. I know we were talking about this with the demo where uh, yeah. I had recently picked up Final Fantasy XIV. I'm, I'm learning what a tank is, what a healer is. I mean, I know what a healer mm-hmm. is, but in terms of having a specific role to play in a match, you're the dude that holds the attention. You're the one that does the, the actual damage. You're the one who's healing everyone in the meantime. And some of the help screens were kind of hinting along that way, like, hey, you can heal people and you mm-hmm. can do this kind of damage with this move. And did you notice that this person's move is completely different from this person's move? And uh, just hearkening back again to our demo discussion, you were talking about the Saibai men and they have a, a damage over time mechanic, which is not something we've ever had in a Dragon Ball game before. No, people were saying that there was the heart virus in the Budokai games. And then you could you like use the vaccine on yourself to make right. the other person but even then like i think that's that's a stretch that was kind of like breaking the capsule system that was presented to you rather than (laughs) being an actual gameplay mechanic no like he is cyberman and uh deborah as well has that move and like they're built around it that's part of the interference type which is just to disrupt the enemy not to to be an active presence in messing up whatever they're trying to do Mm-hmm. Very, very different. So maybe let's talk about what the uh, the roles are now that we've had a lot more time to play the game and really had a chance to see where all the different types of characters were. Because I remember saying at the time, like, we don't know what everyone's role is going to be. We had yeah. kind of an idea from the demo, but now that we have all the characters at our disposal. So the four basic classes are you have the melee characters, you have your support mm-hmm. characters. You have your key-based characters, and then you have your interference characters. Now, there are some that have dual roles. You'll have, uh, for example, maybe a support slash key key blast character. You'll have uh, Mm -hmm. a melee slash support character. Uh, Some of the ones I think of were Gohan during the Cell game era. As you progress through through his transformations, he goes from support to melee-based, I think. Yeah, he was pure support, then melee support, then full melee. Right, right. Super Saiyan 2. So... Do you feel now that you've had a chance to play the game for over a month at this point that there's a a wide enough variety? And even though we only have these four classes for characters, does one melee character feel different from another melee character? See, I think so. But that is... um it's interesting because the melee characters, and you could even extend this further to plenty of other classes, they all have a pool of moves, it seems. Like... Mm -hmm. Somebody will have in a, let's say the Key Blast guys, there are, I can think off the top of my head, Third Form Frieza and Final Form Cooler both have Key Blast counters where Mm, you do it, you uh, hit the input and you sit there in a stance. And then if somebody hits you with a Key Blast, you'll absorb it and then you can let go to fire it back at them. Mm. So they're not entirely unique in that. But Metacooler does is he shoots back like a barrage of blasts and Third Form Frieza shoots back like a grenade like a giant energy bomb. Gotcha. So even though they are similar, they do have a different outcome. And I think because Metacooler has the barrage, he is already more useful than third form Frieza. And then there's all these other mechanics as well as how much like you can put cards into them, what their stats are, as well as how many retries you get, which I think is imperative to how useful a character is. But as far as types differentiating between all the characters, I think there's plenty of variety, even between the pure melee classes, like all of Goku's forms do have something different between them. They all have like a Ky- Kaioken-ish type move where he gets mad and flies forward yeah, really quick. Yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His second move is always different between all of them. He has like a different one for each each of his forms. Right. I'm picturing where I think he kind of goes in for that 
um, to the chest, kind of like get him real fast and just set up yeah. whatever the ne- next combo is. Uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot. I kind of switched between Super Saiyan Goku and Super Saiyan Trunks with his sword. I kind of like Trunks. I don't know why. Maybe I feel like I have a little bit more range. I don't know if that's you do. just in my head or if that's true. Mm-hmm. You do. Uh, Super Saiyan Trunks is one of the few melee types who he has. He has a very good initiate as well as a way to escape with his sword dash. Yeah, yeah. Because you can do it and then go back to where you were. Right. Or you can like move around as well. Like that is a great way to get some damage. In, and it makes him almost function as a mid-range key blast guy. But as far as the, uh, I, th- I want to say the best melee character is probably Super Trunks. Where yeah. It's like big beefy form. Mm-hmm. I think I broke the game when really? I discovered him. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why is that? What I did is using him, he is the, uh, I think he is one of, one of four or five to have a guard breaking move so he can get in there and he can guard break people and that is your only defense against like melee dudes you only have a guard button or you can sidestep right right it's terrible i feel like i still don't know all right i'm caught in a melee attack can i do anything do i just have to wait like what do i do you can um if you have your super up you can do your super okay out of a guard and that'll hit them but uh, as far as like getting hit from a melee string, if you're if you have the first hit already connected, you're going to be stuck there. Like there's not yeah, much yeah. you can do unless you have your super. But what super chunks can do is he can do his string, then go into his guard breaking move. So they chain together mm-hmm. and he also has super armor while he's doing it. You have to hit him three times in order to get it out. So while he's punching you, you can't do anything. Ah, and then right. I found a way to max out his melee. You can just max it out easily. And then. I was killing bosses in three hits. <laughs> All right. It was stupid. So he is super tank in this game, apparently. Oh, he is disgusting. He is like, I think that's all you need for a melee guy is super trunks. All right, then I'm going to have to go to him. Because part of the problem <laughs> that I feel like I'm having a lot is I want to play as melee characters. That's just me. I mean, I'm doing a mm-hmm. tank in Final Fantasy fourteen. I want to be the dude that kind of just dumb brawn gets in there and just kind of <laughs> hits people. So yeah. I'm finding, oh, I forget who it was is it just first form super saiyan broly that has it kind of like disappears backward and maybe it's another character that does that where they kind of get away from you and unlock your attention from them i feel like i have a really hard time sticking with a character and then getting in and then they'll just throw key blasts at me and i don't know what to do and i get hit down like i can't get in there and just be this beefy dude hitting people what do i do as uh to get into people i think a the best way to travel is to just do that sidestep, like the little, I don't really know what they call it in the game, but like you just hold guard and then move the analog stick. Gotcha. Okay. And then you'll start like uh, stepping forward because you have a stupid amount of invincibility frames while you're yeah. in that. So nobody can hit you while you're moving it. Once you move to the position, you're open for a bit. So if they hit you and wait till after you do it and hit you, it's going to work. Mm-hmm. But while you're moving, you are a very hard target to hit while gotcha. doing that. So like, you know, kind of zigzagging with that as a melee guy, because I was figuring this out that there's a card, the Z sword makes it so you can't do that dash. And I'm like, oh, geez, how do I get into anybody now? (laughs) It's like, it's really, really difficult. So just kind of getting back to that main question, now that we have all these characters at our disposal, do you feel like there's a good enough variety that you have whatever you want to have at your disposal? Do you mean like in one character or do you think that you mean like there's a character that does what I want? in the roster. I, I think the latter is I want to do this. Is there someone that can do this for me? I think there is. Um, there is not anybody that is a key blast melee type, which I think is important to note mm, okay. because it means that there's nobody 
who is going to be destroying you at both ranges. Mm, there's okay, going yeah, yeah. to be somebody like, there's nobody who excels at being so good up close and far away. Right. Okay. There is. So like you have to kind of commit yourself to one thing. Well, here's the question. What makes, uh, obviously being good up close makes sense. I can kind of figure out what that mm. is. What makes someone a good distance key based player? What do they have available to them that makes them good at that range? Is it just a, a larger pool of key? Um, What they do is they can... When they shoot their key blasts, they can make it so that they uh, they can shoot more. Most of them can shoot more. Some okay. people, some that are melee, can only shoot one. Right, I know that, that are with key Fujita. blast types. Yeah, like they can shoot three. Then there's cards you can put on that make you shoot even like up to nine. I think. Right, right, right. You can okay. Shoot up to nine basic ones. Yeah. Whenever you connect a basic key blast, you gain energy by doing that. Got it. So you don't even have to go into people and do that. Good thing about a key blast guy is they can kind of be like an interference person mm -hmm. and you just want to be as far away from people as you can be and still dishing out damage. And you want to be able to mess up somebody that is in a melee combo. Right. Okay. So if somebody so, is meleeing it. someone on your team, you can shoot them out of it or like do some kind of blast. See, yeah, I'm not thinking team based enough where it's okay. I'm in the middle of a melee attack. I can't do anything. One of my teammates can help me by yes. hitting that person out of it. Now, mm -hmm. here's what I think the problem is with all of this. And it's something that I think Dragon Ball can't really do anything about. That mm -hmm. all makes perfect sense. Slow down to an MMO time frame where you have your cooldowns and your the next attack is coming and you he telegraphs what it's going to be. Yes. DBZ is so fast that do you really have to like by the time you recognize what's going on, aren't you already being hit by the eighth person on the screen doing something else and suddenly is there a strategy anymore or is it just all right, we're all some buttons. <laughs> See, that is that I think is the trapping of the DBZ fan mindset. Not yeah. so much the game. I think I think that the game presents a meta game that is possible that you can do this because in the few experiences I've had with battle mode, I was able to be the support character and I had people that were doing it when I was coordinating with them saying, all right, you're the key blast guy. You just blast everyone that is attacking us. You need to keep them away from me. Mm -hmm. I need to be the one doing, uh, you know, playing Krillin, doing the global heal thing. I'm like, sure. right, I'm just going to keep healing everybody. You keep them off me. And then the melee guys are just chasing anybody they can, just punching everyone. And we were able to actually get like some semblance of strategy going and like consistently winning. But when you play it the week after release and just with random people, everyone just goes, I'm going to be bills and i'm gonna be super saiyan god goku and just mash triangle and uh -huh. we all lose and die so <laughs> so like, does, does uh the game to be played to the level that it does have available to you mm. i guess is the way to phrase it does it require this extra investment it's kind of above and beyond what is almost possible to do even though it's there for you like, it's such a weird question to ask no um i th i think that absolutely makes sense it differentiates somebody who knows how to do a hadoken with somebody who knows what the frame data is for your recovery okay like, it's you know how to apply it but it's that extra investment that some people don't seem to like you don't have to put it in to still beat people that know but yeah. like if there's that like next level of players they will just roll over you but this game makes it as hard as it can to present you with information. You have to figure this stuff out on your own. Yeah, you have to be you like, okay, this character has this, this character has this. What can we do? You have to be with like a group of people and go, how can we use this to make a better team? How can we do this to work together? 
the game doesn't tell you how to do any of this I, anywhere. I agree with all of that, the, that it has all that for you. The game doesn't tell you how to do it. And the game fights you the entire time. So one oh, of the most yes. recent things I was. All right. So two parts here. One, I was stuck for the longest time on the mission where it's all the fat booze and then it's the 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 evil. The, oh, yeah. Then, yes. I just for whatever reason, I just kept getting stuck. I just could not beat the final boo on that. I finally Ooh. got through that. And then I guess what you would consider the final story mode fight against the little boo, because then you get the credits after that, even though there's mm-hmm. plenty of stuff after that. That fight on that stage on the Kaioshin realm mm-hmm. where you get inside where that mountain area where is. The, where the cave is yeah it's unplayable in there and we're not talking online multiplayer unplayable which we'll get to shortly but Mm -hmm. i was getting stuck in the geometry of the floor and the camera would get stuck inside the mountain and it would just be pure black and it's so tiny and confined in there and boo would just kind of like fly in just the right area where suddenly no one can see anyone even though we're locked on and you can't Mm -hmm. connect anything and someone kicks someone and then suddenly no one's around each other anymore it's an awful 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 stage it is it's like when i first played it um i played through the whole the whole game with a group of friends we all played all of it co-op Did you? so wow i had an excellent experience with it like, <laughs> good we for all you it i was like because i knew i was like we need to do this to enjoy this game to the best you gotta have a group so when we played that one then the cave showed up i was like oh this looks cool it looks great and then yeah I was like, oh, this this is really neat. Like, I don't think there's been another one with like a little hidden alcove like right, this. Right. And then you get stuck in the little pond in where the yep, waterfall is yep. and you can't do anything. And then the thing with the bosses is they have a thing where just to make them harder so they don't get like locked in everything just to be like a pest, they can glow red, they're invincible and just teleport away anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I know earlier like, on it's Ozaru, is it Gohan, where he throws the yeah. rocks at you? It's like, well, I guess I'm dodging rocks for a while. Yeah, you just you just dodge rocks for a while. That's why I have a key blast, dude. You can still hit him when he's over <laughs> yep, there. Yep. But when a lot of the bosses can do that and they'll, like, they'll knock you down, you get stuck in the pond and they teleport all the way. He teleports ac- across the mountain and he's on the other side again. Then you got to go back around it. And that fight is god awful. That is, I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah. Again, it's just another example of the game is fighting you. It's like, come on, I dare you to enjoy me. Come on, come on, come on. You want to like, you really want to like me. Oh, you do? Oh, here's what I have next for you. Yeah, there's a lot of things that just, it's kind of artificial difficulty in a sense. Like just things that they do to make it a hindrance to the player rather than a challenge, like something you can overcome because even if you like connect, um, like to knock him away in that little cave, he'll hit the wall and get knocked down. You're like, oh, I guess we're stuck here. Yep. Yep. You know, it's, uh. Yeah, I want to talk about cards for a little bit. So now that I have part of why I think I was stuck is what we were talking about last time with the demo is you want to grind, you want to get some cards. want to build up your melee power your key power was i getting stuck there because i just hadn't grinded enough to get my characters strong enough because i felt like i was doing everything i should uh but I just not dishing out enough damage not being timely enough is that how you can get stuck or is it just try sucking less mike <laughs> well i won't say that but i will ask you 
Um, were you playing with a group when you were doing it? No, I, I did the entire story stuff by myself and I have a good okay. idea. Like, all right, I want to play this role and I loved being able to put number 18 on my team. I feel like yep, she, 18's great. she is always the best at actually being there <laughs> to heal me. <laughs> like she actually does her job no matter yeah. who else I choose. I feel like they're not doing what I want them to do. Number 18, she's there. She's always there tagging me up, throwing green health at me. <laughs> she's doing whatever i need so that made a big difference once i figured out 18 18's very 18's like 18's ai is probably the best support other than i'd say maybe jace i think jace's ai is also very good okay the thing with uh when you get stuck you need to have a way to it's really tough for me to say because we kind of got stuck as a group on kid boo Oh, wow. We were like, what do we do? Like, he goes to the cave. We get stuck there. Everyone starts dying. We lose all our lives. We're like, what do we start doing? And then I can't remember what we did, but I think I'm pretty sure we just went back to, I think it was the Deborah mission. Mm -hmm. And you can get, because the card pool stays relatively the same throughout the saga, as well as the amount of premium points that you get is consistent throughout the arc. Not just a mission. Okay. So like the Saiyan arc, I think it's a 10 times multiplier. In the Boo, I think it's a 35 times multiplier for how much premium points you get per filling the energy bar. Okay. And so what we did is we just did that, filled up the bar, got a bunch of premium points. And then we started, everybody went and we bought like Senzu beans. Everyone had Senzu beans. Gotcha. Everyone had stuff like that. And the thing with having, playing with AI is they can't use items and they can't use skill cards. Gotcha. So you're already at a disadvantage. So if you, if you're 18 had like, if she had something that gave her an extra support slot or something like that, it doesn't work. If she's an AI partner, she can't have cards on her, which is really stupid. It is the dumbest thing because it's just like, you want to play it on your own? too bad <laughs> like <laughs> again if you want to have an advantage yeah if you want to have an advantage you need to have a group you know to enjoy i've it. made it through everything i've done so far without any of those premium items i'm kind of just doing the in I want to talk about this is how much time you spend in the menus. And I know this was a big thing that was talked about on the uh, quick look over on Giant Bomb is just I'm always going in. All right. I want to use these characters. All right. I have to do clear version A to get everything off of everyone. Choose my character. All right. Equip version A. Auto customize. Confirm. Confirm. Next character. Auto customize. Confirm. Confirm. Mm -hmm. It's just... I understand why that is, but I kind of feel like I want all all the options they have are great. I love that there's a take everything, take Mm -hmm. what's left. Those are amazing options to have. Someone thought real, real great right there. Mm -hmm. I want one more where it's I chose my four characters. Just give me everything one through four sequentially. Just just do it Uh, instead of doing it four times. Just having it one time would save me so much time in the menus. And it sounds like a little thing like, oh, come on, just assign the cars it really does take extra time there should just be like an optimized button for like every modern rpg has an optimized <laughs> button and like there should just be that like just wham there you go mention bravely default earlier where it's got you, you've played an rpg we know we have two here's, here's everything you every, need yeah here's everything you ever wanted <laughs> anyways right. but like i think that it would have been better even if they extended it as well like i think i think it's good that they had the uh, erase and autofill but even then just two is not enough yeah like, because i'd say you want at least four like one for each role i hear like, you but that's just that's just me thinking you know on the meta level here sure but sure i had to make a video on how to navigate the menus for, for like oh it's terrible i had so, so many people ask me what do i do okay set team confirm 
Why aren't we going? Oh, I have to set a computer partner. Right. Oh, I have to pick the mission. It doesn't tell you this. Like, it's very quick blurb, but you kind of have to figure all of it out on your own. And then there's the card collection. Why? What are you going to What are you, what are you doing over for? there? Like, you look at it? Okay. Yeah. And then there's like, you can look at the item collection. You can actually buy stuff there. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And there's the premium store. Okay, fine. But like, why is that? I don't understand why that's there. And it just seems like there's all these things just in the face trying to prevent you from enjoying what I think is a really good experience. And they don't help facilitate that. And speaking of which, the online multiplayer, <laughs> which we already just said where it's all right, you go into an online multiplayer match. They're doing everything they can to prevent you from actually starting a match. If you pick quick match, I should just get a match. Why am I waiting 10 minutes for the group that's already fighting to stop fighting? I did quick match. Give me people that are not already fighting. What are we doing here? I don't get it. Yeah, you'll go quick match. They'll be in battle. You see the battles for 10 minutes. You just join and you're like, this is the only one that has two bars on the entire list. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So there's that. And there's still the problem of the synchronization, the lag. I have not had a playable match yet. I went in, I did just a quick match. Then I did a custom match where I was hosting the room, you know, two bars or above uh, priority to friends. Like I'm doing everything I think I should be doing. And these matches, when I say unplayable, I don't mean like there's a little bit of lag. I mean, it's it's stopping it, the action. I put up a, a vine earlier. It just mm. stops. It does like it. The game will stop for about anywhere from one to five seconds. And then you will get a little notification that says waiting for synchronization. And there you are waiting for synchronization. And then once it happens constantly all the time, and then either somebody will just quit because they get fed up with it. And then it might improve if they were the one the, right, being right. the problem. But then you have then you have like you know your useless ai partner just sitting there which so now like the whole game's kind of like oh well that was that (laughs) (laughs) right why am i playing online if i'm just playing with all cpu so the question here is is this just the japanese do they refuse to use ggpo what like what is the problem why can't we have a good online game we've had online multiplayer before and it's sort of worked is it because it's eight people at once and it's so fast is it just shitty programming what is going on here you think it has to be shitty netcode that is what i am positive that it is because i went from wireless to wired for my ps3 to try and make things better when i was playing with my friends we had some problems starting off like maybe at the beginning of the match uh-huh. it would lag for a bit and then it was okay when i was with a group that we were like we all like kind of live close to each other yeah and we all like you know we we were very and that's what netcode does is it helps eliminate that boundary between distance so when i'm playing with somebody from france or anywhere from europe or like all those other players that are because you play with everybody in the like like the whole global wi-fi that's when it goes to a crawl and those i think that's the biggest problem is a lot of those players are the ones that will be like jumping in and then dropping out and not to just blast the entire europe like european market or anything like that but the net code is just so bad that I don't think you can play cross-country with it. Like, I don't think it's possible because I was playing with one of my friends from Europe and we were just like, this is terrible. We can't do this. <laughs> like, what are we going to do? Is the game not doing predictive control and instead really relying on real-time stuff? Like, I, I don't know. I'd have to examine the packets to see what it's doing. Exactly. But it's just like it's I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's not just Japan because... Gundam Extreme Versus 
is the Gundam game I've been talking about. Yeah. And they just came out with their basically arcade edition version of the game that I picked up. It's also a Bandai Namco title. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it's operating, you know, like within their infrastructure that they know they know what they're doing. Like they're knowing what they're marketing towards. And I can play ranked matches. This is a competitive fighting game where like all the frames and lag really matters. I play ranked on there with people from Japan and no problems. Hmm. None. And I will play, sometimes there will be, like, sometimes there will be, like, red bars constantly. Sometimes it happens. But normally, I can get with people that, if they want to play, will be at, like, yellow or something. But it's still playable. Yellow in Battle of Z is unplayable. You have to be blue, or, like, which is three bars, and you have to be lucky to get something going. It's just on the end of the developers, I think, because the connections are there. You mentioned you you have fiber optics, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so what, like... I don't know what it is. I have no idea. Like, I can't do anything else, guys. I have the max. I am max synchro. What are you? <laughs> and it's just, it's really unfortunate, but I, I don't know if I want to say that this is a, like some kind of boon to the game because it means that you have to plan with a group and you have to work with friends. And maybe it's like, why are you playing with random people? You can't talk with them. Like, why are you playing with all these random guys? You can't coordinate. I have no idea. It's it's really unfortunate because it kind of demerits everything about the game. It really does. Because you can't play it online. And why would you play it solo? Like, there's it's it's an online game. Like, there's really not much. Why would you play Final Fantasy XIV on your own? Well, because I hate people. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah you hate everybody. <laughs> like, I've played some MMOs on my own, but even then, like, It's an MMO for a reason, like interacting with people, the player economy, stuff like that is really cool. Uh, I don't know. I disagree in some respects, especially (sighs) FF14, where it has such a strong narrative from 1 through 50. It's a very traditional Final Fantasy storyline. It does have a lot offering its content on like single player. But I think as far as like the raid, like you can say like the raids go. Yes. Those are so much better coordinated than anything. They absolutely are. Like like this. Then I don't have 12 year olds yelling at me. So... (laughs) It's a separate conversation. But this, this <laughs> Battle of Z and the online lag problems, it's, again, the game fighting. Like, I want to enjoy you, but I can't. And I think everything they they have promoted with this game is, look, you're fighting online, eight players. How awesome is eight that? Eight-man multiplayer, four-on-four battles. But like, you can't. Like You <laughs> literally cannot play a proper match online. I mean... I know all the technical stuff that is preventing this from happening. The random layperson that picks this up is like, cool, a new DBZ game. Haven't played in two years. Why doesn't it work? I'm not surprised that there's already like used copies of this on the shelf because I bet somebody was like, eight player multiplayer. Man, I love I love Dragon Ball. I like playing stuff Absolutely. online. Let's go. And oh, you can't do anything. And then I imagine like they got fed up because the game doesn't say anything. It has no tutorial like a lot of modern games have to tell you how things work. And even then, when it does work, it's like, it's okay. Like, it's still kind of laggy. And it's like, it's really unfortunate that it turned out that way because I feel like it had so much promise, but ultimately it kind of condemns it. There's nothing you can do. There is nothing as a consumer you can do about playing online. There's just... Nothing. And I know I've tossed this out there, and I think this is kind of where I'm going to land with a, a final viewpoint on the game, and that's I respect it a way, way, way huger amount than I have ever enjoyed playing this game so far. I love everything that it's trying to do. I love that it's not the typical fighting game. It's not the mm-hmm. the typical 2D, by 2D, I don't necessarily mean sprites, but, you know, 2D plane mm-hmm. fighting game. It's not that. It's not the sparking style, free roam, lock-on, one-on-one kind of game. It's something in- 
incredibly different from anything we've had before. That's what I've asked for, and it's what I got. So I'm very appreciative of that. I love all the different aspects of the game, the the, the different classes. Like, whatever I feel like I want to contribute to this match, I can do. Mm-hmm. But none of it works for me. That's the problem. It's like I, I get everything in theory. I just don't have fun when I'm doing it. Like, it, the gameplay is deep. Bish, but the gameplay is shallow. Like, all I can do as a melee character is basically lock on and press triangle. All I can do as a support character is, you know, if I want to fight, I can, and then I can support people. In these other games, you have these roles, but you have a wide variety of skills that you can use to contribute to the match in different ways. Like, I, I just don't feel like I have much I can do. And because it's DBZ, it has to be so fast. And the, the time to formulate a plan just kind of doesn't exist. And it's just not fun. So I think there is definitely a very difficult barrier because of the speed of the gameplay, because of the very, very easy inputs, but still feels like there are certain things that will just debilitate you from control, being stuck in a synchro, being stuck in a meteor chain, being stuck in a melee string. Oh, the, oh, whoops, like, I pressed triangle too many times. I guess I'll stay here for a couple seconds. Yeah, so, you know, like there's many things that, take you out of the action that the game tries to forward as like the frenetic combat. But in having this crazy strategy, it's very, very difficult to employ because it's even the MMOs that it's trying to emulate aren't as fast as this is. And you have time to say, I need to heal, need to heal. You know, you have at least like five seconds. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, something, but within like the Harutagarn fight, for example, is brutal. That thing is very difficult. If you don't know what you're doing, you will just die all the time because even though he telegraphs when he teleports, not much you can do. Like you just, you just kind of have to know you have to constantly keep looking at the mini map. You have to constantly be like, changing targets, making sure that your friends are staying away, making sure everyone knows what they're doing. It takes so much more investment for you to enjoy the game than the game is willing to give back to you for putting that in, mm-hmm. I think. And I think it's like the enjoyment's there because I had a blast playing with my friends, but I can I can honestly say that it's not for everybody, but the time that I had with it, I've had a great time. But if you can't if you can't like put all that effort in to try and get past its barriers and go into that strategy. And like, you need a group. You need to have three friends with you to do that. If you don't want to do it, you're probably not going to like the game. Even if you want to play a different role, even if you want to play support with three AI partners, that's boring as hell. Who cares? Like who wants to do that? And it sounds like you need three friends that are willing to put in that investment alongside you too. Yes. They need to know what they're doing. They need to know. They need to have a good connection that is close to you. They need to put in that effort. It's just a, a really, a, so many barriers that this game puts up that prevent you from enjoying what could be in hopefully a next iteration with improved netcode, better endgame content, better variety for customization, because it is something totally new. It's something that hasn't really been done customizing these characters aside from Attack of the Saiyans and the uh, Legend, Legend, Legacy of Goku games, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think this definitely is trying to do something different, but there's just so many mechanical <laughs> things preventing you from enjoying it. And unfortunately, it's very difficult to recommend to somebody. But if you do have friends and you do all want to get together to play it and you all have good internet together, then 
I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, maybe not $60 each. So a couple no, last things. not $60 a piece. A couple last things I want to ask you. Uh, I know you were playing the demo on Vita. Have you played mm-hmm. the full version on Vita as well? Yeah, I bought I bought the game for both. I was I did too, yep. insane. Like, you know, I would play on PS3, get in bed, upload my save data, yep. play on play on Vita. Oh my God. Don't buy the Vita version. Just flat out. Don't buy it. The frame rate, if you thought the lag was bad, <laughs> the frame rate, and as well as like, it's just the same stuff, just on a smaller screen. That's it. I don't this know. The exact I, I disagree. Like, I, I've really enjoyed the Vita version and I tossed this out as kind of this throwaway comment last time. I like Battle of Z as a pick up and play one mission kind of game. And I feel like I can do that a lot easier on the Vita because I can put it in sleep mode. I can just press that button. I'm exactly where I was and I can just do that round at the same time. Early on, it was okay. And then these later fights, the frame rate, it takes a dive. I like that it's portable. I love my portable systems. If I had oh, my absolutely, way. absolutely. Me too. If I had my way, there would not be home consoles. Everything would be a portable system. Exactly. That is why I have 70 hours in Bravely Default right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I want that. So I disagree with you on that, but I'm also not playing it. I don't want to say as seriously as you, but I'm not playing it as seriously as you. <laughs> No, I understand. Like, I think from my perspective, the frame rate makes it. Why don't we just play this on PS3? But all my friends also have it on PS3. So that's the option. Right, but right. I do. I do think the game is better geared towards that pick up and play. Do some rounds. There you go. Like, that's why things like Monster Hunter are I was going to say portable console. <laughs> it's exactly where they went. And if this is trying yeah. to pull that style over. Oh, OK. It kind of makes sense to play it this way. But it's still like the net code is even worse <laughs> on the Vita. Right. <laughs> it's like uh, it's just again, like just I think the constant technical things keep barring it from it but i'd say like 15 bucks on vita to play on your own i'd say you'd have fun with it yeah i think i think that'd be fun if you had plus it was 31 bucks on launch that's when i picked it up makes sense if i'm I'm gonna buy it anyway i might as well get it at this reduced price uh so what else can we say to wrap things up i've already said that i respect it more than i enjoy it i i think it's doing a lot of really cool things in some really uncool ways that's preventing yeah. me from enjoying it as much as i could you already said you hope for another iteration mm-hmm. what would you want out of a sequel to battle of z i would want of the hundred more characters i want every single what <laughs> if <laughs> um what i would want is for number one just all, all they have to do they could give me battle of z2 same game better net code i would i would probably pay 40 bucks <laughs> right <laughs> okay like that's all i want top of the list better net code second better end game pve content pve as in player versus enemy you guys co-op stuff i'm sorry we're, we're not talking about mmos you're talking about a dragon ball game what are you talking about end game content come on okay listen to me when you beat kid boo you get all the like the other alternate universe all of other stuff right like here's this. all then the science all the here's special. all the super science right here's yeah all that stuff it's really lame uh i don't care like there's nothing there but like i could they were trying to like they were really saying you want to put your skills to the test try and fight all the characters and vegeta at the end like i don't i don't care like give me something neat like the Garn fight was so cool like but you had to be like near the end game it was mission 50 yep. like you had to be closer to the end to do stuff like that even though you can say he's canonically not as strong as the other people at that okay, point. Okay, so whatever. so what would that be? You, you can say this, but then you got to give some ideas. What could there be to, to do? GT, bam. <laughs> well, then isn't that just a continuation of the story? I mean... Yeah, no, no, it is. I would, I would just like more, more interesting missions that were harder 
and at the end, or a new game plus option where you could go through again, but there were different things happening. Or like, I liked playing the villain side of the stories, like fighting them. I thought that was cool, but that's very easy. That's super easy to do. When they said that they're like, we're doing some what if stuff for this. I got really excited. Like, oh, there's these team battles. You can do all this really cool stuff. Here's a whole narrative of the science fighting Frieza's army. No, not really. <laughs> you get one mission where you fight like Frieza and his family. And the what so. ifs there, maybe a 10 second scene of someone up on a cliff and then you're just fighting. I mean, it's, yeah, it's not like, like a, a series of cutscenes, and I don't yeah. need cutscenes. but you think back to the stuff that was extra that we've enjoyed so much over the years. And I think back to the first Budokai and I think yep. to ultimate Butoden on the DS, the mm-hmm. extra missions and the, the what if scenes they had. Yeah, there were fights, but they did have cutscenes before and after, and they really made a big difference. Just it, it can be really basic stuff, but when you feel that extra touch of love that's put into them i think it makes a big difference and in in here the extra touch of love is someone says an extra line over top of the fight that you're having yeah that's i thought it was interesting that people during the fight they actually change cinematics depending on which characters you play yep they do i thought i thought that was interesting like for how many corners they cut to get like it seems to get to the missions and stuff like that uh i feel like there was they it feels like they put a lot of thought into like what they were going to do with the presentation of the missions but it feels really bland you got krillin blowing up and like if you play if you play it correctly on frieza's side and you play as final form frieza and kill krillin you see him doing that like you're rewarded for doing these things but it's eh like it's just eh so it's it, you can tell that they have this in mind, but I think if they were doing a a sequel, I would like skippable cutscenes, but I think it would be cool if they had a bit more heart to them. But it's kind of hard to do that because you're playing as your own customized character, I guess, mm, like yeah, version yeah. of the character. And there's like such a breadth of whoever you could be in that scene at one point that it makes it a little more difficult to kind of structure a narrative that way. But it would be cool to be like fighting alongside the science, like maybe you like see them in the background or something. I don't know, like something like that. You're along like fighting for you. You're like, asking like. for basically beat in Dragon Ball Heroes and the Dragon Ball <laughs> Online age missions where you go back in time and you fight these major battles and you see it from a yeah. different perspective. Basically, it seems like that's what we want. I did play Dragon Ball. Online. No, that's I played, right. Yeah, I played yeah. it when I was like, I played, um, I played through up to right about where I was about to like turn to an adult, didn't get through where I actually went back in time and did that. But my friend did and he was telling me all about it. Like, that sounds amazing. That sounds really cool. And I guess that's kind of what I'd want from this. And it just seems like, okay, you beat the story. Here's the villain story. And then here's just groups of villains. Like, I'd like more interesting scenarios. I'd like something harder. Because once you get to a certain threshold, there's no threat from co-op. Like, you're not going to lose. And that's, I guess, what I'm asking for is something that is still challenging. Like, even in Monster Hunter, if you have max gear, there's those monsters that are will just destroy you if you do something wrong. Like, they'll just kill you. Mm -hmm. And in games like Soul Sacrifice and stuff, there are even people at, like, max level, you have to still have a group and coordinate and be like, you do this, you do this, you do this, or else we're all going to lose. That's what I want. So it sounds like they're they're kind of on the right path with these giant bosses, but they're just not executed the right way. And Yeah, like the giant bosses are so cool. You can still be too overpowered to beat them easy once you know the pattern. But but isn't that what mm. we're saying? Like if you know the pattern, you can take them down. I, I don't know. It seems like maybe they're on the right path, but we need some more of that. Yeah, I, th- I think they're on the right track. But they just they just need to refine it. UI wise, gameplay wise, like, I don't know. I don't really don't know what else they could add for 
maybe add some directional inputs to triangle for melee like yeah how the uh yeah. the nin- have you played the ninja storm games i have not um they all have circle as your um the naruto games they all have circle let you do uh, all your melee stuff sure but if you hit like circle left circle 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 it's a different thing from just plain circle gotcha all the way gotcha so you can at least vary them up and there are combos that like work in that game And I was kind of feeling uh, a big Ninja Storm vibe from this because it's a very like bland game gameplay wise, but it's it's focused on movement and uh, like positioning and like when you get in and actually get a combo going, maybe they could do something like that to it. But even then, I think it's just it's kind of lacking. Like once you get all the cards, like there's nothing to do. Like at Monster Hunter, even when you get all this stuff, you can still be like, hey, let's see if we can beat this really hard boss. Or like in an MMO, like there will still be something you can do with your friends, yeah, yeah. even after you have like really good gear, I guess. I guess that's what I'm trying to gotcha. trying to ask for. We cannot be satisfied. We want more. Never. Just never satisfied. Dragon Ball always breaks my heart, but I buy every single game. I buy consoles for Dragon Ball games. My, my heart breaks a little every time. Ultimate Tenkaichi. I don't, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget that game. Dragon Ball Z Battle of Z out right now. It's been out for a month, came out late January for the Xbox 360, the PlayStation 3 and the Vita MSRP is 60 bucks. Uh, Amazon and Best Buy just had it for 50 bucks on the consoles. This is going to drop pretty fast. I think it's going to drop way fast. By the end of the year, I'm predicting it'll be 40 bucks everywhere. The end of the year, like all the way, it's going to be 40 bucks by April, man. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's already way cheap on Amazon Japan. I, you know what? I got to look up right now. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Let's go, let's go. All right. Amazon.co.jp. Come on. We're going. Battle of Z. I can type it in English because it came out that way. So it launched for 7,480 yen. Amazon Japan is selling it for 4,900 yen. Ooh. That's that was the big banking thing for my theory. I was like, if Japan responds well to this, then, you know, because those like they eat up all the Monster Hunter games and stuff like that. They love that coordination, but nope, I guess they didn't see it either. <laughs> All right. So to kind of wrap up uh, our thoughts on Battle of Z, we'll be your thoughts on Battle of Z. I'm pulling over to Twitter here, asked, what are your thoughts on the game? So I just want to kind of run through these and get hearing your uh, kind of knee-jerk reactions sure. to some responses here. Uh, Mark says, I like it. Fun gameplay, much better than Ultimate Tenkaichi and Connect, and they use new recordings and animation. Finally. They did have new recordings and there were like little voice acted segments that were all new for them instead of just the rehash where you had the different dub voices for Frieza in the fight. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Sean says online is broken. Yep. Yep. See, AJ says an interesting concept with terrible marketing has caused overly harsh reviews for a flawed yet serviceable title serviceable if you're willing to put in the effort there you go see tj says 140 characters isn't enough to explain why but it's a complete waste of 60 dollars still waiting on a burst limit sequel burst limit was okay so i guess you got a little argument there all right 60 bucks though um i don't think so uh my says liked the game so much i only wish there was a multiplayer option ps3 and vita crossplay and the mm. DLC. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Uh, there is no cross-play. It's cross-save, no cross-play. Yeah, the um, I think the cross-play, who knows, with their net play might have been even oh, worse if they, if they did <laughs> cross-play with your Vita. Uh, I don't know. DLC thing, too. Do you want to talk about that? We can. I mean, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's just same 
Capcom's been doing this for a while. The characters are on the disc. You download a hundred kilobyte thing that says you pre-ordered. You got this. They're not just on the disc. You fight them in the story mode. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're right there. Like, obviously, they're also in the Vita version that you yep. have, like. So why can't you do anything with them? Like me and my friend, he pre-ordered Best Buy. I pre-ordered GameStop and we game shared the codes. So we both <laughs> had both of the characters for the PS3 version, but couldn't do it with the Vita. Ah, uh, that's awful. And Japan <laughs> get them for purchase like i guess that's sort of yeah I, better. Figured, I figured they were gonna do that like i guess i can understand that they want to milk it but i don't know i feel like dragon ball is not the right one to do it with people don't care that much they they're disappointed and they're like okay i i guess we don't get like if you're not even then gonna sell them to us then what are you doing yeah like they're gundam game they're selling 300 yen to get you know have an anime character at the bottom left corner narrating while you're fighting. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right. James says, confused, trying to satisfy a market desperate for originality, but a core fan base wanting the same. Yeah. I mean, you've got all the Budokai fans that want Dimps to come back. You've got all the Sparking fans that just want Raging Blast 3. You've got other people that, like me, want something new. And it's like, okay, I asked for something new. I got something new. I don't know if this is it. No, it's it's new. It's on It's on the right track for something new. So, I don't know. I am very hesitantly optimistic for the future of home console Dragon Ball games. Yeah, I got a couple last ones here. Uh, the Cyan 17. It's a disappointment, in my opinion. All I want is a good fighting game. Skill versus skill, like Budokai and no button mashing. Is Battle of Z a skill-based game? Could it be? If you had a team of four against another team of four, like, say, like League of Legends or something, where everybody's, it could be. Yeah, it absolutely could be. Um, If you want to, if you even wanted to make it more about skill, you could turn off cards. But yeah. I think that's less fun. You, you want to use the character you have. And there's like really cool ways to build around it to make it kind of more towards how you play. If it was four versus four, you're both teams that know what they're doing, haven't put the same amount of investment in. It could be skill versus skill. But then again, I don't think this game warrants you putting in that time, unfortunately. All right. We've got Ash Ketchum. It was fun, but I couldn't fly well. Did play the demo, by the way. I hated flying, so I mostly ran everywhere I could. I might buy it later. So it's based off of demo impressions. The flying mm. is weird, man. Especially in that last boo stage. Why can't I fly higher? Why can't I? There's more sky above me. Why aren't I flying up? Yeah, there's some weird stuff going on with the flying. Flying mechanics are kind of weird. I, I think I think they're better than the sparking games, though. Yeah. I, I feel it feel like plays a lot better than those but yeah it's still kind of weird. been a while i gotta go back and play some meteor uh last one we'll do here frankie based on what i've seen seems like a concept that could go somewhere kind of slow i don't know what the kind of slow maybe the concept getting there kind of slow the game's certainly not slow i don't know uh and then nice to get the beerus romanization out of it yes <laughs> if that's what uh, battle z gives us yeah i'll take it <laughs> Thank you. You can have your little, there's your power levels. You can validate your power levels, but you also got your Beerus. So there you go. That wraps up our thoughts on Battle of Z. That wraps up your thoughts on Battle of Z. Been going for a while now, but uh, to wrap things up, we do have to ask that most important question every episode. Who's that character? Last time on the, the show, someone guessed it immediately. We weren't entirely sure if they would, but I think we need to stop picking newish sounding things. This is the clip we played. That was indeed Tsubasa Yonaga playing Jocko himself, Jocko the Galactic Patrolman from the Jacko Vomic. Again, the sound quality is giving things away. <laughs> so I think I'm going to have to dig back into the old muffled stuff to pull up some better characters. So what we'll do right now, Kieran, 
you're going to tell me right this second who you would like me to use as the next Who's That character. And of course, we'll edit that out of the recording. We're going to play that sound clip right now. <laughs> and then one more time, that clip. <laughs> so for Who's That character, all you got to do, no real prizes, no real esteem that you get along with it other than your own personal pride. If you want to take a guess either on our forum, Twitter, Facebook, Google, wherever you want to leave a response, who do you think that is? Where do you think it's from? And uh, you can just be proud of yourself. So Karen, this has been episode 357 of our podcast here at Consensu Battle of Z. We're done with it. Thanks. Done. Kicked out to the curb. Well, all right. So this is kind of wrapping up the topic that we've already wrapped up. I noticed you're talking about it fell off the fucking cliff on Twitter. What happened? Have yeah. you have you played um, it recently? Or is it just like, oh, Gundam came in. Peace. Oh, well, okay. Well, yeah, one, Gundam came in. And then I was just like, well, here's a competitive game that merits me putting in all this effort. Okay. And But as far as Battle of Z goes, I was going through. Um, I was going to make a tier list. Yeah. Of all the characters. Still thinking about doing it. Um, probably going to do a video review shortly. Uh, something like that. I wanted to go through, but as I started putting more time in, I realized I just wasn't getting the investment back and just really sucked because it had... The hope was there. The The hope was there because the demo was teasing me. And I'm like, I can't wait to see how many missions there are, what all the characters are going to be like. And they admittedly are still pretty varied, but no, nah, Gundam happened. Uh, I bought a Dreamcast. Uh... <laughs> So I've been <laughs> playing. Dreamcast. Wait, is it 2014? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, no, bought a Dreamcast, Bravely Default. I got Tech Romancer in yesterday, which is oh my god. All right, Bravely Default. Bravely Default is great. Tell me Bravely how Default. great Bravely Default is. Let's talk. Let's just talk about how good. That's. Can we just do that? Can we just have a Bravely Default cast? <laughs> like everything that you want. Again, we were saying this. Everything that you wanted in an RPG, it has there. You want auto customize? Great. You want to turn off random battles so you can run back to town? Great. You want crystals? Great. You want <laughs> you want job system? Great. You want like i guess kind of a spoiler to talk about it but you want like all these things from square games there you go like they they know they know the market they knew it well you want you want something different from turn-based brave default there you go defending who defends there you go you get reward for it (laughs) and i I finally hit the point of the game where you can't just brave 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 attack 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 oh this is the point of the game a little bit into chapter two i've been playing so many games right now so i'm I'm not as far as I would like to be in the game. Have you been paying attention? You need to actually pay attention now. And yeah. and I love it. Love it. It's it's so good. I got to the point where I, oh, geez, I, I grind so much, though, in games like this. It, it's bad. I, I'm the type of person that when I go into something, I go hard. So, like, when it comes yeah. to, like, you know, Battle of Z, put all my time into that. Then Gundam and Bravely Default. I already have... 70 hours in it. I'm on chapter six. And okay, so by chapter three, I was level 70. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) And (laughs) I had everything on max difficulty. I'm like, come on, let's go. Let's bring it. (laughs) Well, that's your own fault. You broke the game for yourself. No, I I did I did break the game, but I still love it. I love everything about it. I don't I wouldn't say I broke it. Oh, and it's <laughs> doing so many other great things like the the S potion or whatever it is, the thing that builds up. You can buy it if you want. You don't have to buy it. You can just get it for free. And you don't even have to use it if you don't want. Yeah, you, you, I didn't even use it until later because do you know the certain thing that you get? for using it uh i don't want to i don't want to kind of spoil no, it it's, no, no. it's not a big spoiler so, so don't talk about it okay. i'll find things all right out. yeah but there's there's a very good reason to use that all right and it's really awesome it is the best jrpg i've played in years like cause... totally is so this this wraps up our bravely default section of the podcast <laughs> 
bring the episode to a close. Kieran, Lord Moonsound, do you want to plug anything before we wrap it up for goods? I have a Twitter, got a YouTube. That's where I do things. Lord Moonstone, hit it up. I will play anything with anybody if I have it on PS3 or Vita. Feel free to add me. I'm also Lord Moonstone on PSN. Keep it easy. You like it. So thank you much, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. Always a blast. So that's Kieran. My name's Mike Vegito www.kanzensuu.com. Com. Kai is coming our way shortly, so we'll have all sorts of news. No one's going to sleep. It's going to be terrible. I don't look forward to anything, except I look forward to it. Get pumped to updating all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're already in that cycle where I have about six news drafts every time Julian wakes up. and It's, it's just going to get worse. <laughs> just going to get worse. So look forward to uh, all the best, all the accurate news that you expect from us at Consensu still coming your way. That's all I got. The website, Twitter, Facebook, Google, anywhere you want to hang out. Consensu, it's the place to do it. So you get last word. Wrap it up, man. Thanks for listening to Consensu, the podcast. Jikai mo o tanashimi ni.